The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Edge, powered by the almighty sports line. your host, Alan Bell. And we have a great show lined up for you this Monday after all of the NCAA tournament action this weekend. Woo! Feel a little tired from it. It's a ton of it. But I tell you what, before we take a look forward, we've got to take a look back and see how we did yesterday. Uh, two and two. Didn't hit the parlay. M Square continues an excellent run uh, through the NCAA tournament, hitting on Houston there. Uh, Calvin Wetzel in the women's tournament, Stanford, minus 18 and a half again, comes through site plays. Wisconsin and Texas didn't. But you know what? We've got it all lined up for today. Let's bring in the stars of the show. And we're running five wide. Maestro, it is good to see you, my man. Miss you. How we doing? Yeah, it's great to be back, guys. And I just, you know, I have Arizona in pretty much every bracket, and I had them last night on the spread. But I was pulling for TCU because Arizona goes up nine. They have a center who is 11 of 12. I mean, they could not defend him, and they decide to jack up threes for like the last six, seven minutes of the game. It almost comes back to bite them. Uh, And then... Uh, you know, they finish it off in overtime, but I, I mean, what an effort by TCU. I was pulling for TCU down the stretch because I knew I knew there was no chance of a cover at that point. Yeah, it was unbelievable, right? Like, I think there were four, there were four or five minutes left. Arizona was up nine, right? Two minutes goes by and you look up TCU's up three, right? Like it was incredible, you know, and you feel bad for teams like that, you know, Chattanooga uh, against what Illinois, I think they led like 59 minutes in 50 seconds. But that last ticket seconds, they lose and they're out. So, yeah, I'm with you, man. It's tough uh, on teams like that. Micah Roberts, always looking good behind you. Pool looks sharp. Weather's always crisp. How we doing, my man? We're doing excellent. It's a little weird here being on a Monday with you guys. Uh, just a little uh, shocked to see me on the schedule for Monday. But here I am, happy to be here. And uh, let's let's get some winners to the people. Yeah, I like having you on a Monday, right? It's nice. Zach Zimity, man. How we doing, bud? Doing good, and now I'm glad to see Micah, one of my favorites of Sportsline. We've had a chance to do um, some shows before, but never for the early edge, so I'm glad to see you on here, Micah. Great job so far. And uh, March Madness, it's not March Madness. My bracket was busted right off the bat, but it's not March Madness without seeing 11 seed, 10 seeds, all the 15 seeds in the Sweet 16. So uh, it's going to be a great Sweet 16 coming up. Yeah, it definitely is. And Johnny Bowman, we got baseball coming up. My man, yep. how are we doing? I'm good. Good, A.B. Uh, we got MLB coming up in two and a half weeks, so very excited for that. Got a couple futures that we'll get into later. I love it. I love it. All right, let's get into the storylines that affect the betting lines for today. Michael Roberts are coming right at you. Look, mm-hmm. my man, you have had an excellent tournament so far. 6-0 and on Sunday, 15-3 and throughout the entire NCAA tournament. It seems like your numbers are coming up strong, and you found an edge here. Talk to us about it. Uh, it just evened out. It was a whole season long process where working the numbers, couldn't get them right, couldn't figure them out. The portal really 
hurt me this season, get, get behind uh, a value of a player rating. And it didn't start to even out till probably about a week before the conference tournaments. And that's when we started a good run here and um, just been playing, just going through the mud, reading the numbers, seeing what's there. The Like the two teams have been following them for uh, like three, four weeks, Duke and Arizona, both those total ratings have been to me, like eight to nine points lower than what it should be because they're giving more credit to their opponent when, in fact, those two teams, Duke and Arizona, are dictating the pace. They don't, you know, you can't say we're going to slow down Arizona. That's just hard. TCU, right? I mean, they've they got a lot of credit for the type of ball they play, but Arizona dictates what's going to happen. Gonzaga dictates what's going to happen. Um, and Duke, with you know, they're not playing great defense. So they have been a good over team as well. So just playing the numbers, I'll have some more, a uh, uh, couple plays posted on sports line, a uh, couple plays CBI, MTSU, maybe number one cover team in the nation. And uh, also Thursday and Friday games. So keep a lookout. Look forward to it. And you know what? We might have a little middle Tennessee state on this game coming up. The blue Raiders here in just a minute. And also Thursday through Sunday, if anybody wants to know kind of the betting records here of the NCAA tournament through Thursday to Sunday, all right, underdogs 27 and 21, so it's about 53.6%. Overs 25, 23, 52%. And Maestro, you had a good stat. It was what, 10 and 6? Yeah, what 10, were the underdogs? And, 10 and 6 over the weekend with five outright upsets. I do just want to just correct you, but Micah's 15 and 5 in the tournament, not 15 My and 3, man. but still unbelievable. And I've known Micah a long time, and I've used to ask him, why do you like this? And he's, he trusts his ratings. You know, he does his ratings, he evaluates the players, he has his personal power ratings, and he always goes back to those. There we go. There we go. All right, Zach Simity, coming to you. Uh, a little USC upstate talk on a Monday morning, man. Hit me with it. What do you got? Yeah, not much to going on in college basketball, but there are these uh, extended tournaments, the NIT, the CBI, and the Basketball Classic. So I dug into a few of these matchups today, and you look at USC Upstate. Obviously, there were teams that declined these invitations. They didn't want to participate, so uh, these tournaments had to dive deep to get some participation. So USC Upstate, one of the few teams that was actually below 500. So in their first round, you would expect them to lay an egg. That was not the case. They defeated an Appalachian State team that actually – Won the Sun Belt last year and went represented in March Madness. So that was a big win for them. And I just think they're a little bit motivated. You look at their records the last three years, 6-26, and 13-20, and 20, and then 5-18 and 18 last year. So maybe they'll be motivated one more matchup, and they're going to face South Alabama today, a team that was 14-2 and two at home. So you definitely want to dive into that spread today. Can't wait to look forward to it. Now, Johnny B., Talk a little MLB futures. The MLB season, all right, we've got the lockout portion. That's done. All right, now we actually get to we get to get down to it, right? So talk to us about MLB. What do we need to know? What should we be looking at? Yeah, now we got the fun part. That was the unfun part. Uh, MLB futures did just come out, and the Dodgers are favored to win the World Series again, and rightfully so at plus 500. Uh, the next closest team are the Astros at plus 900, so almost double that. And then there are four teams tied at plus 1,100. The Yankees, the Mets, the White Sox, and the Blue Jays. There are tons of different plays to make the playoffs, World Series, over-under win totals. I love a lot of plays, and I'm going to get into a couple of those later today. Nice. I love a good MLB futures play, right? Like, I, I, I'm just glad that baseball season is back. Like, I, I'm absolutely glad. We've got college, which is already rolling. We're going to have MLB here pretty soon. Maestro, coming over to you. Now, in this 
NCAA tournament so far. We've got the Sweet 16 coming up this weekend. Break down the Sweet 16 by conferences. What should we know? What are we looking at? Dive deep for us. Well, no one is surprised or or few people are surprised that the Big 12 has three representatives. But how about the ACC with three representatives going eight and one against the number? The only non-cover for the ACC in this tournament, Duke wins by 17, laying 18 or 18 and a half against Fullerton. You had Notre Dame covering three times and not making it. You have Miami, you have North Carolina. And on the other side, you have the SEC that lost Five, they lost to five double-digit seeds. Five of the six teams are out. Only Arkansas is left. The Big Ten, everyone loves to make fun of the Big Ten. 18 invites the last two years. Only three teams to the Sweet 16. But So were we wrong the whole season saying the SEC was unbelievable and the ACC was terrible? The truth is, is probably a little bit in between. And There was a good piece by Kevin Sweeney on Sports Illustrated talking about how Miami was integrating some key transfers. North Carolina was getting used to a new coach. You know, Notre Dame had an amazing freshman who was coming along. So, yes, that was true during the season, but that doesn't mean it's static. The ACC teams have come on late and are not the same teams that we saw in the regular season. Those are great points. And those are some really good basketball teams that you listed, too. And, and you know, especially you, you talk about Miami. Miami plays so differently than any other basketball team that you're used to. And their hands are moving like they're going to have five turnovers on you in the first five minutes. Right. Like Auburn couldn't even function. They didn't even know what to do, you know, in the first five, ten minutes of that game. So, yeah, man. Great call. Yeah, yeah I, I just wanted to throw out one more point about the SEC and how disappointing. I mean, you lose uh, two two seeds, you lose a three seed, and now you have Arkansas, a four seed, which has not been impressive. You know, four point win over Vermont, five point win over New Mexico State, yet to cover, and now they have to play Gonzaga, getting eight and a half. It's weird. Gonzaga was just laying a bigger number to a Memphis team that everybody said, you know, is full of pros and probably would have beaten anybody else that night. That's how well Memphis played. I think there could be some value though on Arkansas with all the trash talking about the sec and note has yet to have a good game, been in foul trouble. You think he's like 10 of 33 in the tournament. So uh, that narrative about how bad the sec is could give value. Great play. Great play. Yeah. I'm with you there. All right, let's get into our plays for today. And first off, we've got a highlight the Early Edge March Madness Bracket Challenge. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash business gold card. Look at Denver, Klaus, Dwayne, Edward, Jason, John, John, Aaron, Brandon. They all sit atop our leaderboard right now. And I love this part in terms of brackets because we're getting to where we don't have, a you know, 150 people tied for first place. We're starting to see some separation here. Also, quick shout out on our side on the front page of the leaderboard coaches up there. Matthew Anaya is up there. So well done to those guys. And we saw buckets over the weekend with his Ohio state. He was fired up about them. He had made the front page on that as well. So nice job to those guys. We'll continue to update as we go through the sweet 16. Also speaking of the sweet 16, we want to make sure that, you know, 3 PM today, Eastern, we're going to have our sweet 16 breakdown preview 
right here live. Join us. Coach will be in the hosting seat, and we will have everybody on there ready to go. Breaking it down, Chip, Mike, Jay Smooth. Yeah, 3 p.m. Eastern, be there. All right, so what we're going to go with today, our site play, Middle Tennessee State against Boston U. All right, 6 p.m. Eastern game. We're going to go Middle Tennessee State minus four and a half uh, on the spread. You heard Micah just a minute ago speak about the Blue Raiders. They were the number one team against the spread this season. Uh, look, MTSU 81% against the spread as a favorite. The Blue Raiders are 72% against the spread at a road neutral site game, so they have no problem playing, whether it's in Murfreesboro, in the glass house, or on the road. We're going to go MTSU minus four and, a half, four and a half for tonight. All right, let's get into our picks for today. Micah, I'm coming over to you. You got a basketball play as well? Hit us with it. What do you got? Yeah, we're going to go with Wilmington. This is a little team that could, the little engine that could, that has been rocking the entire season, underrated, covering ball games, and I don't know how they do it. I mean, I look at the numbers defensively. They allow 44% shooting. Offensively, only shoot 41%. No wonder they're an underdog every day. But you, you don't have a metric to account <laughs> for heart, and this team has it. And they have two senior guys. They don't turn the ball over a lot. They're their leading scorers, 19 points and 15 points a game. They're running the show. They lost three starters from the portal, got a bunch of new guys in, and now here they are. They're run, they were one game away from, uh, well, at least contending for the NCAA tournament by losing in the CAA tournament to Delaware. But uh, this is one of those things where you look at it and uh, Drake overrated most of the season, only 12 and 20. I love that measure to show how a team is performing uh, as expected by the odds makers or better or lower. And Drake has been lower than expected most of the season. Um, so Wilmington, I'm going to go with them. I laid off them against VMI because I thought the losing Delaware would kind of be an emotional letdown, not ready to go back and uh, go to work. And the goal of making the NCAA tournament did not happen, but they responded with the big uh, blowout win against uh, VMI. So they're there. They might as well play your best. It's a CBI, Daytona. Let's go ahead and get another win here. So, yeah, I, I could see him winning outright, but I took the six and a half. I like it. Yeah. You know what? Let's go ahead and get another win. Indeed. Let's do that. All right, Zach, somebody coming to you. You got a basketball play for uh, for us as well. Hit us with it, man. Yeah, I'm going to dive in the basketball classic two matchups today. I'm going to go with Coastal Carolina. I just checked this on my odds feed. It is showing minus four. I know the screen is going to show minus three and a half. Hopefully, there's still some minus three and a halfs out there. They're playing against Florida Gulf Coast. And I think you look at this matchup and you ignore the season records. I know Florida Gulf Coast has the better record, 21 and 11. Coastal Carolina just 17 and 13. But with these tournaments, you have to remember these are not neutral site games, at least off the bat. This will be played at Coastal Carolina, and I look at the Chanticleers. They are a much more physical team. The Sun Belt Conference was uh, far superior than the Atlantic Sun. They're going to be able to beat them up in the and have an edge with rebounds. They were 28th in the country with rebounds in their opening round game last week against Maryland Eastern Shore. They had 44. You hear the name Florida Golf Course. Florida Gulf Coast, they still have that name recognition from 2013, their Dunk City days, but they are just coming off their first tournament win since 2015. I will lay it with Coastal Carolina, minus four. God, was Dunk City that long ago? 
Man, that's crazy. Like it's it's wild how time flies. Like it feels like that team was like 2018. You know what I mean? So it's wild. It, it makes sense that they still had the name recognition there. All right, Bowman, coming over to you. Major League Baseball futures. You got two plays for us. Hit us with it. Yep, got two plays. But first, I want to go back last week. If you were paying attention, I had two plays last week: the A's under seventy nine and a half, and the Dodgers over ninety six and a half. And I texted Coach and Jacob, and I said, guys. These lines will move this week. We need to play these now. And they let me, thank God, because now the A's are all the way down to 71 and a half from 79 and a half. And the Dodgers are all the way up to 99 and a half. So we gained tons of closing value there. But I also have two more season total, season win totals that I love today. The Reds under 75 and a half. So they just traded Sonny Gray, Jesse Winker, Eugenio Suarez. They're going into a rebuild as well. Joey Votto is towards the end of his career. Jonathan India is coming off a rookie of the year performance, but he shouldn't perform like he did last year again. They lost Michael Lorenz in the bullpen to free agency. Two years ago, they lost Rysel Iglesias, and their bullpen hasn't recovered since. They only won 83 games last year. The Cubs, the Cards, and the Brewers also got better. The Cubs, especially with Nico Horner up the middle, Seiza uh, Suzuki. So I love this under 75 and a half. The other one is the Blue Jays over 91 and a half. Y'all probably saw this coming, but I honestly think this is going to be the best team in the league this year. Other than the Dodgers, they're getting a full season of Jose Barrios, a full season of George Springer, a full season of Alec Manoa, a full season of Kevin Biggio, who was hurt last year. They added Kevin Gossman on a multi-year deal. They traded for Matt Chapman, who's a platinum glove infielder. Platinum glove means not just the best third baseman, but he's the best fielder in the league at one point. They won 91 games last season, but their Pythagorean wins theorem had them at 99. So they underperformed by eight wins last season. And they have Nate Pearson, Gabriel Moreno, Jordan Groshans, Relvis Martinez, Miguel Gerardo. These are their top five prospects that they drafted when I was there, drafted and signed. And they're all coming Slayer to come up this year if they need them. I honestly think this is going to be the best team in the American League by far. And I could see them winning 100 games this season. I love that you bring in the Pythagorean wins theorem, right? Like, I'm just trying to get a bunt down over here. You got the Pythagorean wins theorem. It's fantastic. Also, you brought up Sonny Gray. Uh, I'll say this, man. I played against him in high school. Look, the dude, obviously, he's got a rocket. He's got a cannon on his arm. He's He was one hell of a high school quarterback at Smyrna. Shout out to him, man. He won Gatorade uh, State Player of the Year two years in a row. Obviously, went to Vanderbilt and pitched Didn't there. And the interesting part just down the street, like eight, nine miles away, a dude named David Price was throwing at Blackman High School, and uh, he ended up pretty good as well. So it was wild to see, like, so much talent come out of an area that's that's been pretty good, but not that good. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, where do these two just rockets come from? Uh, so shout out to Sonny Gray, man. He's a great dude, for that's, sure. That's a good excuse for why you hit 200 in high school. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, dude. I was like, look, man, I'm just happy to foul one off, man. We're good there. Yeah, I don't uh, have any excuses. I just hit 200. <laughs> <laughs> Maestro, coming over to you, my man. You've got one play, one look at the Sweet 16. What you got? Yeah, you mentioned 2018. This is a rematch of the 2018 title game, Michigan and Nova. And I'm going to look at Michigan plus five. There are some four and a halfs in the market. It looks like over 70% so far of the public coming in on Nova. I mean, they're 28 and seven. 
they've they've done everything you can ask. And Michigan is 19 and 14. This team probably shouldn't have been in the tournament. So I can understand the bias. But let's remember, they were the number six team in the preseason. They not only have Hunter Dickinson, Eli Brooks, uh, Devontae is back, but also guys like Frankie Collins, Terrence Williams are emerging uh, in the tournament. So I just like, you know, what they obviously what they did to Tennessee. I did not see that. Uh, type of performance coming, holding the Vols to two of 18 from deep. Uh, this team has the talent to match up. This game will be tight. I'm going to take the five with Michigan uh, before it dips to four and a half. Yeah, Michigan's a good basketball team, right? And, you know, especially when Hunter Dickinson comes out and he's hitting threes to start a game. And shout out to Juwan Howard, man. They're well coached. That's a good basketball team for sure. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil, take a look at the recap here. And yeah, it's all right. It's not glorious. I don't know if I'm going to give it that one, but it's all right. We got the job done today. Maestro, he is on Michigan plus five. Zach Simmons on Coastal Carolina minus three and a half. John Bowman, Cincinnati Reds under 75 and a half wins. Toronto Blue Jays over 91 and a half wins. Michael Roberts, UNC Wilmington plus six and a half. Our site play today, Middle Tennessee State, the Blue Raiders minus four and a half. And the two piece, look, a little humble plus 170. Today, we're just trying to get the win, get in and get out. It's kind of like March Madness attitude here. MTSU money line, Ohio money line, and that's what we've got. So bring it back to the big screen here. Fellas, heck of a job today. Again, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here, same channel, Sweet 16 preview. Coach is hosting. You're going to have Chip Patterson, Mike McClure, Justin Perry, Jay Smooth, breaking all of that down. So be there 3 p.m. Eastern. Do not miss that one. That's all the damage we could do. For all my guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you at 3 p.m. We'll see you tomorrow morning. You know what? Let's cash these tickets and have a good day. Everybody, thank you so much. See you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.